Hello and welcome to Equestrian Winning Equation. This is a brand new podcast series designed to help you, the rider, combat the dreaded nerves and maximise your potential. Whether you are trying to overcome a fear in riding, struggling to deal with nerves in the competition ring, or simply want to ride at your very best, Equestrian Winning Equation might just have the answer for you. Throughout this podcast series, I will be talking you through lots of great techniques that you can try yourself. These are techniques that I've tried and had success with, with my own battle with the nerves. Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. First of all, a very happy Easter. I hope you've all enjoyed a weekend of eating lots of chocolate, riding your ponies in the sunshine, because wow, hasn't it been incredible, the weather? And just having some time to chill. If you've been out competing, I hope it all went well. This week's podcast is on two short topics. One is positive language and the other is superstitions. So we'll make a start with positive language first. Now, this is a really interesting one and something I think us riders neglect quite a lot or don't even realise we're doing it. And that is just generally being quite negative around a competition. And this is brought on by us feeling really anxious and nervous. So when we feel quite nervous and we're feeling quite stressed and tense, we tend to be a little bit snappy and a little bit edgy. And that generally brings out the worst in us and also makes us then feel super negative about things. And especially if we've had maybe a bad competition previously, this makes it only worse. And we kind of go into this very negative mindset of telling ourselves why things are going to go wrong. And I bet we've all been there. And if not, if you go with a friend to a show and they're perhaps feeling nervous, you'll hear them saying it. They'll be going, oh, I'm never going to get around that show jumping course. It's too big. Or if you've seen the fence number eight, it's massive. What were they thinking building that? I know I'm going to have it down or I'll never get over it. Or if it's on the cross country course and there's a particularly tricky line, you'll be like, oh, I better have a run out there. I'll never get them round. Or that's way too narrow, that skinny fence. There's no way we'll get through it. And so when we see something that we think is tricky or hard, we tell ourselves over and over again why we're not going to manage it. And obviously this impacts our riding because we've been telling ourselves for the last however long since we walked the course why we're not going to manage to do the fence. And we've got to stop. We've got to stop with the negativity. So if there is, for example, a skinny fence on the cross-country course that you're concerned about, We need to change our wording round and make it into a positive and tell ourselves how we're going to jump the fence. So, for example, you might say at this skinny fence, I'm going to have to really focus. I'm going to have to get my horse back, get them listening to me, sit them on my hocks, look up and ahead, keep them dead straight and be positive. You know, rather than telling yourself how you're going to have problems at the fence, tell yourself how you're going to jump that fence and by doing that you're constantly telling your brain this positive way that you're going to ride it that's what we need to be doing and we need to be doing that in all aspects of the competition so rather than telling ourselves how it's going to go wrong at the show tell yourselves that you know I'm going to get I'm really excited to get to this show because I want to get out in that show jumping course and I'm going to jump the best round I can and know how to ride it I'm going to be really confident I'm going to keep a brilliant canter going straight for my fences I can do this I've done it in training I can do it in the competition ring tell yourself it stay positive tell yourself how you're going to get around these courses don't let negative thoughts and doubts creep into your mind and start kind of poisoning you against yourself it doesn't help so 
only positivity. Really try it. It's quite hard. You you do it without realizing, as I said. And the other thing to do is have a jar in your lorry. And if you've got other people that come and help you at events, tell them to also keep an eye on you and make sure that you only speak positively. And do you know what? If you're negative, you have to put 50p in the jar. You know, by the end of an event season, I suspect you'll have collected quite a lot of money and then you can give it to charity or something. So it can be really beneficial for someone else. But also it's going to help you in the long term because it's going to get you thinking more positively. And the more positive you are, the better kind of competition you're going to have because you're going to ride with more confidence. So give it a go. Try and catch yourself out and stop yourself from being really negative when things are perhaps not going quite right or you're just feeling really nervous and the nerves are kind of overcoming you and making you talk really negatively. So let's ban negative language, only positivity. Tell yourself how you're going to do these fences. Right, moving on to the next topic and that is superstitions. So how many of you guys out there have a superstition? I used to have a superstition and it used to be that I wouldn't have a very successful competition if I didn't have my pair of spotty socks on. And I had that superstition for most of my teenage, early 20s. And it wouldn't even, like I'd put on a pair of like holy spotty socks over just a normal pair with no holes in. Um, And it wasn't just one pair of socks. It could be any spotty socks. But I had, I think I had about a set of three that I would use regularly for competing. And the reason why superstitions aren't actually a bad thing is because when you have a superstition, it brings you a sort of comfort and a belief that by putting on, in my example, my lucky pair of socks, that I was going to have a big, a good show day. It was going, I was going to be successful. And obviously the socks aren't going to bring me success. The socks have got nothing to do with it. But the fact that I would think that about putting these socks on was enough just to get me in a more positive headspace. And that's why superstitions are a good thing. If they make you believe you're going to have a good day, then that initial feeling you have for your show is something that's positive. It's giving you that little bit of confidence that, you know, I've got my lucky pair of socks on, it's going to be a good day. And that enough can help put you on the right tracks to having a good day. So that's why if you have a superstition, keep with it. It's good. If it's giving you and bringing you some comfort and belief of having a successful day, then keep at it. It's worth having. And there's loads of really top event riders out there that you hear having superstitions, whether it's down to a lucky pair of jobbers, lucky pair of boots that they can't live without. Either way, if it brings you some luck and some confidence, it's worth hanging on to. That's the end of this week's podcast. I know they're currently being a little bit briefer than perhaps some of the previous ones I've done. And that's just because these subjects don't perhaps need to be done in such depth. So I might try and post another podcast towards the end of this week. So keep an eye out. And obviously next week is badminton. So it'll be really interesting to think over the kind of pressures people are feeling. And for those competing at badminton, whether it's even just doing the young horse classes or the grassroots or obviously main badminton you know mindset is going to play a big part in that because you know championship atmosphere puts a lot of pressure on us and we can feel you know our anxiety levels go up so these mindset techniques might really help those guys out there that are about to take on the challenge of badminton whether it's the little one or the big one very exciting stuff for them I wish I was out doing it
little badminton I'd say not big badminton not quite that brave uh, so yes so hopefully you can join me next time